You are listening to the Unapologetically Gitty podcast, and this is your host, Gitty Cats. Today, I want to talk about New Year's resolutions and why I think they are for fools. Okay, maybe that's a bit too harsh, but I am of the belief that New Year's resolutions are the easiest way to feel like an ultimate failure in life by the time March comes around. And with this being my very first podcast of the new year 2020, it is very timely indeed to be talking about this exact subject. So I did a little bit of research and studies show that while 77% of people commit to a new year's resolution and stick to it for a week, only 19% of those people who made those resolutions actually fulfilled them within two years. So if you are one of those rare people that actually achieves their New Year's resolution, I applaud you. Congratulations. You are super awesome. And for the rest of you regular people, do not beat yourself up. There is nothing wrong with you. The problem is the actual New Year's resolution tradition itself. Why is it that resolutions don't work, making this long list of ideas of things that you must get done. It's a pretty strong, demanding situation where when you then fail, it's inevitable that you are feeling horrible about yourself and extremely ashamed and disappointed. So why do we do this to ourselves? I think deep down inside, we really do want to accomplish these things. We do. It's just a huge list and these things range from things that you might have a chance of doing to things that you probably won't accomplish for another 10 years. So basically, a lot of these resolutions are just a bit unreasonable, which means you get super excited to do something huge with your life and then you fail because it was way too huge for you to even consider. So basically, the resolutions is just a fancy way for people to sell you planners. Oh, I'm only kidding. But the point is, should you set goals? Yes. Should you work towards big things in your life? Absolutely. But setting goals that are extremely unrealistic and unattainable sets you up for failure because when you don't achieve it within the set amount of time that you gave yourself, you end up feeling like an idiot. So what should you do instead of setting up unrealistic New Year's resolutions? Well, I have a few ideas for you. The first one is instead of making a long list of New Year's resolutions, Write down one small thing that you can do every single day that will help you towards a mid-sized goal that you know you definitely can achieve. So let's use the example of health because as a health coach, it's just easy for me to use that example. But let's say you want to get healthy this year and that's one of your goals. Don't write down on your paper of resolutions, I would like to get healthy because that is too broad. But also, don't write it down on your paper of resolutions, 
I will have abs. I will be so healthy that I only eat fruits and vegetables. I will never eat a piece of pizza again. And I will go to the gym every day, twice a day. And I will drink 200 ounces of water every day. Okay, because those are unrealistic goals that are very hard to achieve. So a better way to word this might be, I would like to drink 50 ounces of water every day this week. Start with that. Once you get through one week, then you can work on week two and week three and week four until you've done that for 90 days. And then it becomes a habit. And then once you've gotten in the habit of drinking a lot of water, start incorporating the habit of eating more greens. And then you say, I would like to eat a cup and a half or two cups of spinach or greens every day for a week. Do you see where I'm going with this? Same goes for the gym and all of the other healthy habits. They take time. Don't expect it to all happen at once. So I think writing down these huge things and then not just writing one, but writing like seven of them, like I want to buy a house this year, become a millionaire, help 17 charities reach their goals, and also I want to move to Hawaii. These are all great goals, great dreams, and great things, and I hope that they come true for you. But writing them down like that is too big for your brain to even imagine. You need to break it down in smaller steps instead. That's what I think works better. And I think far more people would succeed at these New Year's resolutions if they did break it down this way. And if you do look into it, you will see people who are doing it this way and are achieving them. For example, this year, my New Year's resolution, which isn't really a resolution, it's more like a goal for me, something, a habit that I'm working towards, let's put it that way. My habit that I'm working towards for this year is getting more sleep, okay? That's one little thing. And you don't, do you know what's going to happen when I get that habit down pat? My brain's going to think better. I'm going to get more done in a day. My business will flourish because my brain's thinking better. I'll be a better mom because... My kids will have my attention more and I won't be taking a nap during the day. So many great things are going to come from me getting more sleep. So I don't even have to write down all of the rest of those things I want to work on because they will come and I will work on those things after I've achieved working on this habit one step at a time, which means right now I'm trying to get into bed 20 minutes earlier and in turn, I'm trying to get out of bed 20 minutes earlier. As this habit progresses and I get really good at going to sleep 20 minutes earlier than I usually do, I will add another 20 minutes and another 20 minutes until I'm going to sleep at a really great time and getting at least seven or eight hours of sleep every night. Right now I'm getting maybe five and a half or six. So it's definitely going to be something that is going to take a lot of work and it's going to take a lot of different tweaks, like maybe shutting my phone off at a certain time and putting it to the side so I'm not on my phone and keeping my brain buzzing right before bed. So many different things will help me with this, and I will break those things down as I go. Instead of saying, I am going to start going to sleep at 8 p.m. and getting up at 6 a.m., 
every single day starting now for the rest of the year, which realistically sounds like a really hard task for me to be doing. And if I did try to do that, I would be setting myself up for failure because it's just not possible. I know that if I say that, I will not follow through. I just realized that it's not realistic to go from where I am right now to there in just four seconds flat of saying it. Another really great thing that I'm doing in order to achieve this is making sure that I'm writing down a lot of this stuff that relates to why I want to get enough sleep. So writing down some reasons why I think it's going to benefit me, like it will help me think better, therefore my business will grow. It will help me be a better mother because I will be able to spend more time with my children and give them more of my attention as a focused, awake human being. And also doing some research on the benefits of sleep. So I have done a lot of research and I've made a lot of notes on why getting to seven to eight hours of sleep a night is not just good for your mood, but also your general health because sleep helps with hunger signals. So make sure that you're feeling full throughout the day when you're having a good amount of sleep. It also helps you with learning difficulties and memory and decision making. So it's really important for your cognitive abilities and the immune system. It functions better when you sleep better. So this way you're not getting sick as much, which is of course really nice. So instead of choosing a huge New Year's resolution, think of a small habit that you want to work on this year and start chipping away at that one small step at a time. And once you've gotten really great at that, first of all, you'll see the benefits pretty quickly affecting your life. And then you can start working on another one. And I think that you will find that you achieve way more this way than picking huge things that are just impossible for your brain to even wrap itself around. Another great idea to do instead of making a long list of resolutions and things that you must achieve by the end of this year is picking a word of the year. What is a word of the year? It's something that's very personal to you. It'll be something very down to earth, something that helps you be realistic. And maybe it's a goal or a characteristic. It could be many things. I like to think of it as something that maybe you want to work on. So for me, I actually picked a word of the year. My word of the year is contend because my general nature is to be complacent. And complacency is not a great place to be when you are an entrepreneur who is trying to be driven and work on things and get a lot of things done and help a lot of people and change the world. So something that I don't want to be is complacent. It's the last thing I want to be, even though it's my general nature. So I'm working very hard on tapping into that and changing that nature and becoming someone who is a contender, someone who fights for what I want, goes after my goals, and works hard every single day. So as an example, if you are someone who has a lot of trauma, maybe your word is heal 
or if you have a lot of fear, maybe your word is strong. Pick a word that means something to you, put it up on your wall, put it on your phone screen if you have to, and remind yourself every day when you wake up, I am a contender or I am strong. And I think what this does is it empowers you every single day and it helps you to commit to being a better person and going after the things you want to instead of making a long list of unachievable goals or goals that just are going to take way too long and aren't going to give you any satisfaction right away, which as human beings, we love fast satisfaction. It's just the way of our time. Everybody's in for a quick satisfaction. They don't want to wait 10 years. So if you write down goals that you're going to accomplish in 10 years from now, you're not going to be satisfied. You're going to be very angry at yourself at the end of a couple months and you're going to fall right off the wagon. So the reason people make New Year's resolutions in the first place, these long-term huge goals for themselves, is because people are huge dreamers and that's good to be a dreamer. It's good to want something so badly and see it in your future. Nothing wrong with that. And in fact, that might help you manifest it. I'm just saying it helps to write it down in smaller steps and in smaller goals than in huge, huge, huge things that you probably will not be able to achieve in the span of a year. So think hard. Are you really a goal getter? Do you really want to get these things done? The way to do it is break it down small. Don't write down this long list of huge things that you want to get done as resolutions. It will probably end up in disappointment. So that's why I think New Year's resolutions are overrated. I hope that this can be helpful to you in figuring out what your actual smaller habits and goals are that you want to work on. And I hope that you all have an amazing, successful year filled with goals being met and big businesses growing and families growing or whatever it is that you are trying to achieve. I hope that you find everything you are looking for in life. And with that, I will speak to you in my next podcast. And now, I just want to thank all of you listeners who tuned in to the Unapologetically Gitty podcast today. And I will be back with another one next week, so stay tuned. And if you found value in any of this, please do share with your friends on Instagram and Facebook and subscribe so you don't miss any of my podcasts in the future.